You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. Hello. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I'm excited to finally get to these. I think these are going to be good. Um, Yes. So for those of you that are a little bit newer or maybe haven't listened to all the podcasts, Liz and I put out a couple weeks ago um, opening up for case studies. So if anyone wanted to submit information, you know, they feel like they're struggling, they want help, stuff like that. Um, We opened up for people to submit case studies and questionnaires and forms. And we had about 30, 40 people fill out some case studies. So we picked a couple. Um, we're going to do three total and we tried to pick different, you know, variations of people, um, to kind of show you guys what that looks like and what approaches look like in that sense. And it'll also give people an insight into what working with us looks like, um, how we approach clients, the mindset we take with it, the things we look at, um, how we kind of plan things out. And obviously, you know, these are hard because this is all just a starting point. This is like us laying out the ideal plan, which if you listen to Friday, the ideal plan basically never works how it's supposed to. Um, There's always little ups and downs. There's always little areas that you have to pivot with or make adjustments to. Um, But hopefully this will give people an idea of the focuses that we think are important to take off the bat and the things that we look at and, you know, just how we approach working with clients from the beginning. Yeah. So I'm excited. We got three. We're going to be doing these um, for the next couple of Mondays and we picked these three for very different reasons. Mm -hmm. So um, today we're going more around mindset, consistency and lifestyle. Next week we're going to be doing one more digestion, um, got health issues and then the following week courtney will be on with us and we're going to do a menopause case yeah. perimenopause so all right so this is miss rebecca um she is 40 years old she is five foot six and she's about 30 pounds over her goal weight right now so we ask in our intake form a variety of questions some of them she was able to answer very thoroughly which was awesome some we still don't have um answers yep. to and that's okay um and so what is her goal her goal is first off to get consistent working out three to five days a week um, and getting 10,000 steps in per day. She would love to get four to five cups of vegetables a day and be more disciplined um, for herself and her family. So if you are listening to this, Rebecca, I love your goals. I think these are fantastic. They're Mm -hmm. all very, very doable right out of the gates. Um, And I love that you're thinking in terms of your family as well, because I know that you are a mama um, of multiples, it sounds like. I think you have five from what I gathered from the yeah, intake. Yeah, she wrote five pregnancies, so I'm not sure if they're all okay. five kids, yep. um, but obviously has gone through a lot of you know yeah. pregnancies and children. Um, and you know she, her main thing right now is she realizes she hasn't been consistent. Yep. Um, she you know was making it to an exercise class one to two times a week for about a month, 
but then started prioritizing her children's activities over that, which happens with moms. Um, it's something I struggle with all the time. Uh, she did say over the last few weeks, she's probably been doing two to four days a week of exercise. In our questionnaire, we also ask people for non-negotiables because I like people to think about like, what don't you want to give up? You shouldn't have to give up everything to reach your goals. Um, she said coffee with cream. I feel you. I can't do black coffee. I don't love coffee that much. Um, maybe decreased sugar, but ability to still still like slightly indulge once a week on breakfast and dessert and the very occasional Moscato with my husband, which we totally understand. Like Liz and I like having wine with our husbands. Um, you know, I think that, you know, you should be able to see your goals eating dessert every night if it's moderation. Um, so different, you know, people have different needs and different focuses that should be taken, but all of those non-negotiables are very realistic as well. A hundred percent. And so a couple more things here, just in terms of like her lifestyle, because we want to get a good background here. So everybody out there can understand. Maybe you can relate. Um, She likes to go out to eat once or twice a month. Um, Usually quick things like gyros, she says, not too much fast food. Uh, She is on the... Uh, mini pills. So this is just a progesterone only pill form of birth control and takes selenium and iodine. So first thing here, my question is why are we on selenium and iodine? Yep. Um, selenium. Recommended. Yeah. Who recommended this? Why? How long have you been on it? Uh, selenium can be good or bad kind of depending yeah. upon, you know, what you got going on and specifically the doses of that. Yep. So when we look at thyroid, uh, too much selenium is not a great thing. Too little selenium is not a good thing either. So we want to dive into that a little bit further. Um, her cycle is regular. So we appreciate that. Um, we love when your cycles are regular. I'm sure that the uh, progesterone is helping with that a little bit. Um, and then we're looking at symptoms here before we dive into top areas of improvement. Um, her symptoms that she says she's got some headaches, she feels tired and overall just fatigued and often feels low mood and depressed. So we know that nutrition plays a huge role in how our body handles, um, you know, everything from medications to supplements to our mood, our sleep, um, our hormones, and all of that impacts our neurotransmitters. And so neurotransmitters are these little things that we need um, to make us feel good, to have drive in life, to not feel depressed, to, you know, wake up feeling excited about things. And so from a hormonal perspective, I'd want to dive further into that because I think some of these feelings of depression could be linked to one of two things. One being a hormonal imbalance. The second thing being a potential issue with thyroid. Yeah, absolutely. And so just an idea, um, Liz, Liz and I, when we get questionnaires in from our clients, the next step we take with our clients is we have an initial call with them where we ask more questions yeah. <laughs> like based off of this questionnaire that we got from these people. And we have not been in communication additionally on top of the questionnaire. We're kind of just going over what the main focuses would be and how we would approach it. But Liz and I always have a first initial call where we get the questionnaire prior to that. And then we typically have more questions. Um, we have more questions around, like Liz was saying, you know, the, <laughs> the iodine and the selenium. Um, you know, I would have questions definitely around like what activities her kids is ha- her kids are having that are becoming an issue for her to get stuff done. Um, you know, she also mentioned some stress. So we always ask about major stressors in life. Um, she's had five births, significant relationship issues that almost ended the marriage. Um, she struggles with discipline and, you know, just being distracted by life. It really seems like getting a solid routine is a major struggle of hers. So the next thing that we typically do that Liz and I look at with the questionnaires like together is we think, what are the areas of opportunity? Yep. Like what are the top things that we can look at that need to be addressed first? Because 
at the end of the day, the majority of our clients coming to us want to lose weight. And although lo- weight loss is important, and we, we acknowledge that, it feels like the most important thing to the client, but from our eyes, which is why I think people hire us, it's not usually the most important thing. Um, the weight loss is usually a, a struggle because of other major things going on. So I think number one is probably movement and water right here. She mentioned with sleep, she thinks she gets enough sleep. She works from home, so she has more flexibility. But my problem is I go to bed late. Don't wake up early enough for a good morning routine. So right off the bat, I'm thinking one, if you're going to bed late, the early hours of the night, I'm sorry, earlier hours of the night from like 9pm to midnight are probably some of the highest quality of sleep you can get. Um, And so even if you sleep later in the morning, if you're going to bed at midnight, you're really not usually getting as good of quality of sleep, even if you're sleeping until 7 or 8 a.m. And so I would I would say sleep is a big one too, mm-hmm. it sounds like, because she doesn't have a set routine with that. Like she didn't say, I go to bed at 10, I wake up at 6. Like it sounds like it varies depending on her day-to-day. Yeah, 100%. So you mentioned water. So she mm-hmm. says her uh, water intake usually is around 30 ounces, far below where she needs to be. So if we're at 195, we need to be about 100 ounces of water, ideally. Hydration is extremely important because it interplays with energy, our digestion, nutrient (laughs) absorption, pulling nutrients into the cells of the body. And so how does that connect to one of the other, you know, areas of improvement, um, which is her digestion? She says that she might have gas a little bit uh, too much and gas is not normal. Um, Flatulence, Maybe occasionally is okay, but it shouldn't be smelly. Um, it shouldn't be something, you know, that is frequent. And so even though we haven't identified like a major health issue here mm-hmm. from this initial intake, we're going to ask some other questions more personalized, you know, in the data collection week, because when we are having a lot of gas, there's reasons for this. So are we ingesting certain foods that we're a little bit intolerant to? Um, I would want to know what her bowel movements look like, how frequent they are. Um, You know, is she skipping days going to the bathroom? Are they formed? What color are they? Because that can kind of give us an indication if there's issues, you know, further, like any major issues in the gut. Because as I just mentioned, poor gut health can also be part of poor neurotransmitter um, production and feeling, you know, low mood, depressed, tired and fatigued all the time. So what are the root causes? That's what we are always looking for from this initial intake. I think a lot of it correlates back to the gut because we also know that she's not hydrated well. Mm -hmm. So that makes me think possible nutrient absorption at the same time. Again, there's going to be so many things that I'd want to dive into and kind of chat with her about, but let's talk about, you know, with the uh, information that we have at hand and what we've given all of you, where would we start? And we're going to go through this from our three pillars of success, body, being, and balance. And there's no timelines as we just talked about on Friday, but this is going to be the starting ground for Rebecca. Yeah. So the first thing is body. So our nutrition. She doesn't really know her food intake levels. We asked all of our people filling out the intake form, like, do you know how much you're eating? Are you tracking your food? Um, So she doesn't really know how much food she's eating. When we have clients that come to us that don't know or even know, um, what we'd always do is we take a week. We take a week and have them track their food, whether that's in a food tracking app, whether that's in a food log, um, and we look at it. We look at the balance of food. We look at quality of food. We look at overall intake. We look at the consistency of overall intake. Are we having days that we're eating next to nothing? Are we having 
nine days that we're eating two to 3,000 calories plus. Um, and then we also typically have our clients make notes of digestive symptoms. Um, so she mentioned she has gas. Does she also have bloating? Does she also have fatigue after meals? Is she energized by meals? Like all of those things give us more information on maybe what foods are causing it, which gives us then more information on maybe what group of foods are an issue and what could be going on in the gut. Um, and we leave it up to our clients how they want to do it. Like I said, um, obviously apps are usually the easiest for us just because apps do a little bit of the work for us, but a lot of people don't like using apps and written food logs work better for them. But as we give her, you know, this goal, for the first week to gather this data, we usually provide a couple of other focuses for them to work on. Um, like we might have them pay more attention to their routine or schedule and figure out where we can fit in time for herself. We might have them, you know, focus on water and steps for her case. Um, so once we review the intake, we would be looking at food triggers, meal timing, balance of meals, and how that's impacting blood sugar energy, cravings, sleep, digestion. It sounds like she has a little bit of an issue. I hate to say issue, but she struggles with consistency, mm -hmm. which to me typically means consistency of eating high quality foods and a good balance and probably has cravings, has days where she doesn't eat very much and then might have overconsumption periods, maybe sweets, maybe salty, whatever it might be. Um, but a lot of times we see this happen. And to be honest, guys, a lot of this is just a root cause of like us not eating enough and not eating enough nourishment. So our body's searching for that. Um, and in turn, it could then correlate to sleep and quality of sleep and digestion. So it kind of seems that her intake has been a little up and down and we're definitely unsure of what she eats right now. So the first week would just be tracking food, gathering that data, having her track her symptoms with the food so that we can get a deeper dive. 100%. So follow-up call, call two um, <laughs> after you know this data collection week, depending upon what we're seeing and where she is at in terms of overall quality of food, overall quantity of food, meaning calories, and then the balance of that, this is where we're going to start to identify what our starting protocols would be. Because if she's someone who's you know swinging the pendulum back and forth, we need to find a good balance that she feels good, she feels satiated, she can adhere to all days of the week, not Monday through Thursday, because again, we know consistency and discipline has been you know, an issue. And we'll talk more about that in the mindset here in a minute. But if she is someone who's under eating, we're going to work her up slowly to her maintenance. If she's overeating, we're going to bring her down to her maintenance, you know, and just get consistent to be able to like create a stimulus to the body that we're signaling we are safe. Okay. There is food readily available anytime that I need it. I'm going to balance my blood sugar. I'm going to work on, you know, quality of food to improve digestion. I don't think she's got major gut health mm -hmm. issues going on by no. any means. I think, you know, she could clean some things up, get consistent. A lot of this gas is probably going to go you know, away once she starts moving her body adequately and walking more, drinking more water and putting more, you know, nourishing foods into her body. Yep. Um, but a big thing that we, you know, would work on here is once we get consistent at maintenance, we want to make sure a couple of things are in play. Number one is adequate protein. We talk about protein all the time. I'm not going to beat a dead horse here, but we also want to look at other things such as fiber to make sure that we are supporting the body's detoxification um, pathways. Okay. She's dealing with fatigue, headaches, and low dry feeling depressed. Fiber will help remove excess toxins, excess estrogen, and excess sugars and cholesterol. 
really important. It's an easy one. We can get fiber from lots of you know fruits, beans, legumes, grains, and some vegetables. So we'd probably start to work that in at some point in time too, because I would want to see how we can improve our energy and work nutritionally around the mood and the headaches before looking at other things. So Rebecca, if you're listening, which hopefully you are, because we've sent you an email with this as well. Um, <laughs> Just from a calorie perspective, I know you're probably looking for specific protocols and we're not going to give you specifics because there's so many unanswered questions here. Here's what I can tell you from the information you gave us, our our calculations from our educated um, minds is your basal metabolic rate, the amount of calories that you burn just at rest lies somewhere around 1550, 1600 calories per day. Okay. Sedentary, if you're just moving, you know, you're getting some of your steps in and you're not really going to the gym or workouts have been inconsistent. Somewhere between 1850, 1900 would be your maintenance needs. And then if you are going to be training one to two days, resistance training consistently, you're closer to about 21, 2150 overall in calories. Um, You can go back and listen to our podcast on protein. That's where I would direct you to start, including quality of food. But depending upon how much protein you're consuming now, maybe take a slow climb up to about 0.8 grams per pound of your body weight since you're not, you know, doing a heavy strength training, but you're not, um, you know, super sedentary either, especially once uh, we get consistent. A couple of things that I'm just going to, you know, mention here before we dive into the being component is depending upon you know, where uh, your headaches are occurring, depending upon, you know, this gassiness and your digestion. There's two supplements that are very, very safe. We've talked about them on our podcast that might help. I don't know the reasons for her headaches. Mm So um, one of those would be magnesium, magnesium oxide specifically um, to support the body. We are all deficient in magnesium, most of us, Mm -hmm. especially women. We have a podcast on that. And then a good digestive enzyme might help with some of the gassiness that you're experiencing. Um, But again, I I can't say anything further than that because I don't know the rest of the answers. The next thing that we would dive into is mindset for sure. Um, So... What we always ask people that feel like they struggle with consistency or they struggle with like being disciplined, quote unquote, or motivated, um, is we ask in their past, what have you been consistent with? Like, how long have you been able to be consistent with a nutrition approach or a fitness approach? And with that, what results did you see? Um, We ask this because to be honest, guys, some people have probably done, most people have probably done some extreme diet at some point. And they probably were able to be consistent with it for 30 to 60 days, maybe. And they probably saw great results. And so now every time they try a different diet approach, they expect those same results. And when they don't get them, they kind of give up. They saw sabotage stuff like that and so we always like to ask these questions to get an understanding of maybe where their expectations lie um, so that we can manage those better we also always ask like what are your triggers what causes you to be inconsistent are they stressful situations is it a time of day is it a type of food is it alcohol is it a person like what seems to drive us struggling to be consistent with what we want to accomplish Um, because at the end of the day this depends on the personality of the client like every single one of our clients is different we challenge them in different ways we motivate them in different ways and that we get to know the person obviously by talking to them working with them for a couple of meetings um, 
some people like mini challenges you know some people like can you for the next seven days do x y and z some people like more communication they need more hand holding they need and that's not a bad thing but they just know like they need someone on their ass a little bit more consistently um and some people honestly know themselves to the point where they're like i can't moderate these things no matter how much i want to moderate the oreos every time i have one it turns into the sleeve like i need to eliminate them for a period of time before i feel safe around these foods um and it really depends on like what their relationship with food looks like what their past is around that their beliefs around food their beliefs around their ability to succeed a lot of people want to succeed they want change they want a solution not everyone believes that they actually deserve it and so we definitely try to ask questions around that and get an idea of like do they doubt themselves do they really struggle mentally with those things um and what's their lifestyle and support system like guys that makes a huge difference like it makes it hard if, if you don't have anyone around you that's supporting you if you have a husband that's constantly tempting you i love my husband to death every single night lately especially he brings chocolate over to the couch after we're done eating dinner and he usually puts something on my belly and he goes that one's for the baby and then he tries to hand me another one and he's like that one's for you and i'm like i don't need these things i don't need three reese's cups right now like i like and so if you don't have a good support system i love my husband he knows it makes me angry he still does it it's our relationship it's our fun little bantering but if someone's doing that and you struggle to say no to those things, that's going to make it really hard. And so we need to understand what we're working with as coaches. So we know how to coach you to help get you to this place where you feel confident making those decisions for yourself. You feel confident standing up for yourself because that can stand in the way sometimes of us succeeding or not. hundred percent. Mindset is everything. Like <laughs> above all mindset is everything because you can literally talk your way out of success. You know, you can hold yourself back and beat yourself up so much day to day that what's the point? We hear from women all the time. Like if I can't be perfect, why try? You know, and so there's many things that we would um, dig into there. And I think, you know, just in terms of the history, I want to remind you, Rebecca, like you're not alone in, Mm -hmm. you know, struggling to stay disciplined for more than a few days. I am the type of person that I need a coach. I believe in having a coach. I have two coaches right now. Um, I like having that accountability, somebody to report to. It keeps me going. It keeps me level-headed um, because there's temptations you know, all around us, especially if you have a lot of little ones um, in the house. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about balance. You know, When we talk about balance, I think about balancing your lifestyle, balancing being a mom, you know, taking care of the house. I'm not sure if you're a working mom or not wanting to do things for yourself, but feeling like there's a laundry list of things to do. How do we prioritize ourselves? So first things first, I would want to look at your schedule. I'd want to look at your routine um, so that we can identify like, where is time for Rebecca? Like, where are where is your workout time? Um, where is your me time? You know, where you just get up, maybe you have some coffee and you just chill. Um, where does your time, what does your day look like? Like, where does that time go? Because Becca and I have talked many, many times about your routine and the morning routine specifically. How you start your day is how you're going to win your day. And If we're waking up late because we have that flexibility right now, maybe we're missing out on key time that you could have to not be, you know, called mom 85 times in an hour or just to sit and to chill and get some other things done that you would like to do, whether that's reading a book that you enjoy, going to the gym, doing a class at home, you know, 
what you need to fill your cup up first. If your cup is not full, we're going to struggle to show up as the best version of ourself for other areas of our life, our relationships, um, with our kids, with our spouse, you know, your job, if you're you know working, I believe she said she's working. Um, I, I'm sorry if I, I missed yeah, that. Working from home. Working okay. From so home. she is working. Um, so not as productive, you know, in the job. And since you're working from home, I'm just going to bring this up is get up and get dressed, get yourself ready for the day. That's an instant confidence boost. Um, so I'm sure you're, you're probably already doing that, but just wanted to reiterate uh, that here. So I think when we look at balance, we have to look at the way that we think about how we're going to approach our week and how we're going to approach our day, especially when we struggle to stay disciplined. I need to have a plan of attack for Friday night, Saturday night. Um, I look at what do I have coming up as far as triggers, meaning am I going somewhere where I feel like I might be triggered or tempted to consume alcohol, sweets, whatever it might be. What's on my radar? Like what are things that I would like to get accomplished this week, but don't necessarily have to get done? Because I'm prioritizing my time and myself first. I'm giving every hour a job and I'm making sure that I have at least 30 minutes to myself in some way, shape or form each day. And if I have time, I'll fit in other things on my radar. Okay. But I'd want to see, you know, adherence to this. So I'd want to talk more about what is realistic for you. It's one thing for coaches to say, oh, my morning routine is so great and I get up and I meditate and I talk nicely to myself in the mirror. I take a shower, I get my workout, all this stuff. We, rec- we recognize that's not realistic for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So we'd want to talk through like what you could adhere to and what you would feel good about doing. Like we have a mom who just started with us who's very similar shoes as you are, only she has three. And we determined that the only time she's going to be able to do anything for herself is by getting up 20 to 30 minutes earlier. And we're one weekend. She's gotten a workout in. She's gotten time to read. She's gotten time to just like decompress and plan, you know, different things that she has coming up that she's excited about. But she's just gotten that quiet time. And sometimes quiet time as a mom is really all you need to fill your cup up. So I'd want to look at that um, and then implement a, a solid and consistent sleep schedule for you as well. Just because when our sleep and circadian rhythm is thrown off, that's going to throw off a lot of other things um, just in terms of overall how we feel, our cravings throughout the day. Are we craving more carbs, more sugar, things like that? Um, it'll throw off your mood too <laughs> and hormone balance. Um, so I think those are the places you know that I would advise for you to focus out yeah. of the gates. Um, obviously, in our, our program, when we work with clients, it's for the course of six months. Many of these things, I think uh, initially for you are pretty easy fixes. It's more about being realistic and implementing them slowly so that you can be consistent with them. Yeah, absolutely. So like we talked about the water, if we're only getting 30 ounces a day, I would really ask like, are we really only getting three ounces a day and why? Um, Cause other things count, you know, like if yeah. you have a protein shake, that water counts. If you have some sparkling water that counts, like those things can definitely count. Do you not like the taste of water? Are you too busy to drink water? Um, so there's a lot of things that I would ask there, but I would slowly increase if you're drinking 30 ounces now, maybe try to increase to 50 for the next five to six days and then increase again to 60 or 70. So in terms of steps, there's a lot of things we could do here. We like to start small. If we're getting only like three to 4,000 steps a day, um, go for short walks. A lot of people get overwhelmed with the thought of like a 30 minute walk or a 45 minute walk. If you have a short break between a meeting and before the next one, like don't try to just fit in an email, get up, get moving, walk up and down the stairs in your house, go outside, walk to the end of the block and back. That stuff adds up quite a bit. And for me, 
I get super sleepy if I'm just sitting in my table and my desk for four hours in a row on Zoom meetings. Um, So little things like that can help. And then in terms of the food, what Liz gave were some calorie markers. The biggest thing most people need is consistency and then adequate protein and some vegetables. Like those are probably the biggest hitters um, that I bet would help start off first. But challenge yourself to track maybe for seven to 14 days and really try to get consistent with a certain calorie intake and a certain protein intake and kind of see what happens and how you feel. Yep. All right. With that, we're going to wrap it up. Have a great day. We'll be back on Wednesday. Thank you all so much for being here. If you've enjoyed this podcast, the best thing that you could do for us as a gift to us would be to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, tag us, share it on Facebook, whatever platform that you listen, or just tell a friend, invite a friend to listen to this podcast. Um, The more that you can kind of share with word of mouth, the more people that we can touch throughout the world. And leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.